Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 30th of August, 2022. Coming up the Krusty Connect podcast. The fallout from Krista Freeland's tongue lashing that she received this past weekend. I like to call this episode, You're Not a Victim. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Every time someone's in the public office and they get chewed out, shall we react as if their feelings get hurt? Or shall life carry on? Uh, time will tell. Please stick around. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. And yes, as the title card said, 185, you're not a victim. Yes, I guess in recent events and in news there this past weekend, uh, our Deputy Prime Minister, Miss Freeland, <laughs> was in Grand Prairie and someone told her off. Now, I don't have a video for that. I'll leave uh, other links and stuff in my description uh, for you, my wonderful audience out there, to follow along at your own leisure. But I think the mainstream media has been <laughs> uh, quite horrific in regards to putting this in our faces every time we turn around about uh, the so-called projected misogyny that this individual committed while he was telling her off and all this other terrible terrible things that they had to go through to hear those nasty bad words from a strange canadian oh my goodness okay well here's my personal assessment but before i begin this is also brought to you by a dark horse entrepreneur that's right tracy brinkman he'll help you with all your podcast needs go to darkhorseschooling.com for further information and as well as free speech more important than your feelings ladies and gentlemen that's right please enjoy the podcast your leisure and understand and accept freedom of expression and speech in this country while we still have it. So anymore, carrying on with episode 185, you're not a victim. So here it goes off the top of my head, okay? I spent 20 years in the military. I've had a lot of people chew me the hell out for some of the dumbest things and for some good things too. But it is to say, you're given that stress, you're given that conjecture, you're giving that projection to teach you something, okay? Now, I personally don't believe going up to anybody randomly and chewing them the hell out for the sake of it. Okay, but I'll leave an article here from uh, Lauren Gunter and uh, from the Calgary Sun as well in regards to what their speculation is, is on the whole situation. Now, do I personally believe it's okay to confront these politicians and scream and yell at them as that individual did? Sometimes yes, sometimes no, that's where I stand. Do I believe in damaging someone's property to make a point? Not entirely. Depending what that person did to you or did to your loved one, there's a whole different spectrum out there. Was that individual unprofessional to a degree? I would say so, yeah. Okay. But these clowns keep forgetting for the simple reason. Why are these individuals angry? You know, why are there men and women out there harassing journalists? Why are there men and women out there harassing these leaders, these so-called leaders? Okay. Take a wild guess. Factor in what has happened the past three years. Factor in how our economy is going. Factor in how our natural resources are being hidden away. Factor in why building has stopped. Factor in why we can't get proper infrastructure up. Factor in why our veterans are being treated like garbage. Factor in why our seniors are being treated like garbage. 
And what gets me, <coughs> excuse me, is, is all these individuals like Mark Mendocino, our prime minister, Miss Freeland herself, supporters and certain journalists that weigh in and talk about the odds and the atrocities of this, uh, this misogynist giving this woman a hard time for being a woman in politics. They totally missed the point. When you actually watch that video, okay, yeah, he said some bad names to her. And personally, I think she might deserve them. Why? Because she's lied to the general public in regards to the Emergency Measures Act. She's also lied to the public about inflation and deflation. Okay. She's lied to the public about her background in regards to how she's qualified to be a finance minister when she's nothing but a business journalist. Okay. I personally don't care what her educational background is. Okay. I don't care if she went to Harvard. I don't care if she can speak three or four different languages. I don't care if she can read all these great books and write great books. She can't handle our money. She can handle your money. She'd rather freeze people's bank accounts and take their money in the name of safety. Her track record has proven that. Now, do I believe that this man was right? Not entirely. But I back him up for speaking his mind, as he should, and as he's allowed to. Why? Because that's the democratic process within itself. Okay? Now, for these politicians that weighed in and saying, oh, my God, harassing a politician is so undemocratic. Oh, oh, you're, 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 you're not looking after our democracy. Oh, oh, my God, it's undemocratic. And yet, what did you guys do back in February? Hmm? What did the majority of the liberal and the NDP politicians agree to do back in February? Okay, February 14th, 2022. What was passed in the House of Commons? Was that considered democratic? Hmm? Was it? The Emergencies Measures Act, was that democratic? When you had riot cops from all different jurisdictions merge on Ottawa to protect the houses of the Holy Parliament and protect the citizens of Ottawa, so you said. When there was no violence projected by those convoyers, nothing was projected. There might have been some swear words given around and some hate speech given and someone felt offended. Right? But there used to be a time in our society where you could be offended and still get up and go to work every day. There used to be a time in our society we could get up and take the day and seize the day. Go to work proudly. Look after your family and friends and go have some beers with your buddies there on a Friday night without worrying about who offended me or not. But now we have these leaders who sit on the world stage, and they do, not just because of their connections of the WEF or International Monetary Fund, or the little slaps and tickles they get from the buddies at the UN, okay? They can't handle this shit they promote, okay? They can't handle what they're doing. Why is that? Well, firstly, I'll say because they're cowards. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at krustycanuck.ca. And I also say because they, they, they think they're entitled to something, too. Now, I ran for office there last year under the Veterans Coalition Party banner. Okay? At no time at all did I ever feel that I was entitled to be there. Or did I feel that I was entitled to uh, the hospitality of every town I talked into or talked to. Okay? Nowhere did I ever feel entitled about anything. I went on my own dime, my own accord, and I spoke. 
I spoke at a few towns, mingled with some people, mingled with some locals, and I ended up getting some about 177 votes because of it. Hey, to me, that's that's pretty good. You know, first time out, you know, in federal politics, get 177 votes, right? Yeah. That's something we really think about. That's something to be proud of, I think. I think I did a pretty good job. But then now when I see a politician condemn the actions of a man screaming at a woman, oh, you must hate women in politics. No. He never said anything sexist to her. Called her some dirty names. But he didn't tell her where, his, where he thought her place was. He didn't say, you belong here, or you belong there. No, he confronted her and he called her out. Okay? He told her off, basically. And there's different aspects of the footage out there where you see her smirking and smiling and just brushing off like it's no big deal. And then, of course, the mainstream media, okay, treating it like it's some kind of misogynist, oh, my, sexist, racist, oh, my God, the homophobe, all the other trendy buzzwords out there to conjure up just to make people speak in their mind look bad. That's what it is, okay? Now, I don't agree with these policies that these politicians have promoted the past eight years. I don't agree with the policies they've done with our resources, our environment, what they're going to do, what they are doing to our farmers, what they've done to the seniors, and what they've done to my fellow veterans out there. Who are? Okay. Now, I'll say again, was this man uncouth and unprofessional? Yeah, he was very aggressive. But you're not taking his side of the view at all. Did anyone try to talk to him and say, hey, bud, what, 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 what motivates you to say that? Or, hey, sir. What was on your mind when you were telling her this? What was your purpose? You know? Now, of course, there's a big RCMP investigation in regards to it because, oh, my God, she was scared, right? Because of words. Because when you look at the meat and potatoes and the gravy of the situation, all they were were words. Name-calling. That was it. Did you throw a chair at her? Did you throw any bricks at her convoy? Did you drop his drawers and moon her? That would have been funny. but. <laughs> yeah, see what I mean? Called her a traitor. Called her a big CU next Tuesday. Right? So what? Problem is, is you get yourself in a public office, you make command decisions like she is supposedly made under the watchful eye and guise of her so-called feminist boss, Mr. Justin Trudeau, <laughs> sock puppet aficionado. Right? Boy blunder, boy wonder, whimpering boy blunder. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? Parades, medals, fairy tales, pixie dust, cups of pixie farts to fuel your day? No. There are a lot of Canadians out there that are pissed. You're looking at one of them. You're hearing one of them. And yet, you know, we just can't say bad words to people because their feelings might get hurt. And yet they're responsible for the cash flow, the economy, the workforce, the transportation, but they're not open to criticism. And yet guys like myself and a few other podcasters I know personally out there receiving nasty little tweets and emails. How could you say that? You're promoting fiction. Oh, you're promoting disinformation. No, we want to get the information out. We want you, the audience, the listener, the viewer out there, the consumer, to think for yourselves. That's what we want to do. That's why podcasts are getting so fucking popular right now because people are getting their opinions out there. Some shows are great. Some shows are not so great. Some programs are formulated well. Some aren't formulated so well. The point being is getting the words out there. Words. Not death threats. Not bricks through a window. 
We had an incident like this when Catherine McKenna was running again, and someone spray painted the word see you next Tuesday, right? Or C-U-N-T. Now, I disagree with that, honestly. I don't believe in vandalizing one's property because it's tax dollars that go to pay for those things, okay? But people, for the longest time, could not figure out why would someone do something so terrible to her? Oh, I'm a woman. Oh, no. It's got nothing to do with you being a woman. Got nothing to do with you uh, trying to become a leader. It's the lackluster efforts that were made by these individuals. A lot of them were men too. So the men and women in these parties that are making these decisions, you're accountable. And it doesn't matter if you're a conservative, liberal, NDP, buckle my shoe party, the hurt feelings brigade. You make decisions where it's going to screw up a lot of Canadian lives and you all have, every one of you Ottawa clowns has done something to really screw up people's lives in this country. You have to be accountable for it. When I go to work and if I'm late, I'm accountable for it. If I screw up my loads, I'm accountable for it. If I damage some of the property I use while at work, I'm accountable for it. That's life. We're adults. We have to take responsibility. So what's their excuse? Huh? You know, oh, that's right. They're above responsibility. Why? Because they make the big bucks and they went to school. They just keep proving how out of touch they really are with their constituents and the country. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just a reminder too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and comment too. The comments help me a long way. So if you do see this video on any of the following places, such as Twitter, Facebook, uh, Rumble, YouTube, Getter, Podbean, and on Instagram, please comment. Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Speak your mind. I encourage it all too. And please, if you want to send me an email, uh, you'll find all the information in my description, but it's crustybconuck67 at gmail.com. That's crustybconuck67 at gmail.com. I'll put it at the bottom of the screen there for you. So don't be shy. Send me an email. Send me requests. Ask me questions. Ask me anything you want, right? <clears throat> Help us independent folk get our words out there too. And please take a look at my shop too at Customized Girl. Link up in the description as well. I got t-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, uh, pins, uh, swimsuits for the ladies, shorts, uh, bikini tops, all that good stuff. So please check it all out. Get yourself some Krusty Connect swagger today. Uh, try to enjoy the last few days of our summer wearing some good Krusty Connect swagger and support the podcast too. You can also find my show uh, as well as on Podbean, Rumble, Brighton, Amazon, and Player FM too. Once I load it on Podbean, it goes to all of those following places and you can listen at your leisure there too. Anyway, carry on again, ladies and gentlemen, with episode 185, You're Not a Victim. Look at that picture. Yes, those individuals sitting right there are not victims. They're not victims of violent crimes. They haven't had anything stolen from them. They haven't lost their jobs. They've had a pretty good comfy job since 2015. And yet they sit there and perpetuate that they're some kind of victims. Well, no. Now, I was actually asked by somebody today I, uh, I know in town here. And he asked me, he said, how would you feel if you saw Miss Freeland? Would you confront her the way that individual did? And I said, honestly, probably not. But I'd probably say something to her nonetheless. 
I would go up to her and say, you're full of it. You're not qualified. Right? She'd probably say something snidely in return to me too, but hey, whatever. You know? But when I get to the point, let me get back to the point again, though, ladies and gentlemen, that the individual was, was rightfully was rightfully so in feeling the way he was. Angry, frustrated, probably an oil patch worker, probably a family man trying to raise his family in a good, clean environment. And I'm talking good and clean, meaning clean for the soul. That guy probably works circles around many others. He's probably dedicated to his job or was, was dedicated to his job and then something happened. Right? Nothing wrong with loving your country, nothing wrong with loving your province. We see it all the time from Belle Provence. Right? Why is it a crime to love this country and stand up for this country? Okay? Especially some of you mainstream media journalists out there that have constantly sat there and told guys like me, you're wrong, you're misogynistic, you're racist, you're bigoted. How? How am I a bigot? How am I a misogynist? As far as I'm concerned, a woman's place is where she wants to be. And I don't care if you're gay, straight, bi, tri, or whatever abbreviation is out there now that's trendy in the world. I also believe in loving who you want to love and doing it proudly and strongly and realistically. Okay? Just don't hit people, take their stuff. That's what I believe in. So how am I a bigot and misogynist? How are these individuals standing up to these politicians and half-assed fly-by-night journalists how are they misogynists and hateful people? Because they're telling you to take responsibility for your shit, just like the rest of us have to do every day at work or every day in public or every time we work with the public or for the public, we have to be responsible for ourselves. What's your excuse? Hey, what is it? Having a bad hair day? Your Zoom application isn't working properly? You mean you actually have to get off your duckus and go to Parliament and sit in the house that you earned on the seat that you earned based on your constituents? Hey, I made it very clear in my campaign. I would love to grab that seat and sit there and confront every one of us on your lackluster policies, lackluster leadership, lackluster actions, and lackluster personalities. So, whoop-de-doo, Miss Freeland, you got chewed out. Whoop-de-doo, right? And for anybody in that party to sit there and say, oh, you're tarnishing democracy. No, you have tarnished democracy with the Emergencies Measures Act. You have tarnished our democracy by taking things away and raising the prices, by borrowing more money and not investing anything into this country. And you're telling us minions, us plebes, us little people, we're not doing enough? we're undermining your democracy. You're undermining our democracy. I'd like to remind you guys too, that uh, you politicians, <laughs> you work for us. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Anyway, carrying on again with episode 185. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. You're not a victim. That's right. And any politician, especially ones I've talked to, yeah, they've had some comments come and go, and they've had people say some horrendous things to them. But those politicians I talked to, two of them are brand new, and a couple have actually been in office for about six years. So they've overcome and adapted 
to certain things. And they also have the backbone and the spine to carry on through. One of them is an actual clinical psychologist, a wonderful lady. You know, we had some great talks about PTSD and mental illness and just a wonderful person. And she actually has a backbone, right? So she's not afraid of words. Now there's that greeny guy I ran against. Mind you, I had to tell him a little story about uh, uh, race and, and regulation and stuff of this that there are, these lefties keep talking about when it comes to dividing people. But he had a backbone. So when it comes to dealing with these individuals who sit and whine to make themselves look like victims, I like to remind them all what they're entitled to. Okay, wait for it. Absolutely nothing. See? I'll just repeat that. Okay. These leaders that talk about being a victim and acting like victims, this is what they're entitled to. Absolutely nothing. Based on their policies and their decisions and their so-called budgetary uh, meetings and their lack of monetary policy and their lack of respect and courtesy and their lack of a proper worldview. Okay. They are still entitled to Absolutely nothing. And I'll keep telling him that. Right. And I hope you, my wonderful audience out there, too, you tell them the same thing, too. If they do call a federal election in the next six months, ask your representative the tough questions. I might throw my hat into the ring again, too, and give it a shot. I don't know. I'd like to. I'd like to go out there and make a difference for you, especially in this writing. I would like to go out there and stand in Parliament and say no to certain things. Okay? There's a bill, well, not really a bill, but uh, the federal government just guaranteed $100 million to be spent on LGBT, anyway, uh, LGBT two-spirited, whatever the abbreviation is now. It keeps changing all the time. Anyway, he's investing $100 million into this. Now, where is that money going to go exactly? Now, I have gay friends. I have people I grew up with, went to school with, that come out of the closet, that have always been gay. And they're not bad people. And they're not bad people because they're homosexual. They're not bad people because they choose to be good people. Okay? So why does sleeping with somebody, or who do you sleep with, have to represent anything? Okay? Now, I admit, there have been gay people who have had a rough go. Yes. I agree to that, and that wasn't fair. But it's safe to say those people are still alive today, kicking ass, taking names, working well, looking after their loved ones, being friendly, being friendly to a, a lot of good people out there. And in return, people are good to them. That's just how it goes. Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care who's gay, straight, bi, tri, whatever. Knock yourself out. Just don't hit people and take their stuff and make sure your actions are under the guise of adult consent. Two consenting adults doing whatever the hell they want, I don't care. But what gets me is the why, is, why does the federal government need to spend $100 million on LGBT2 plus whatever? On what? what? Are you buying buildings? Are you creating special schools? What is it you're doing? So over the next five years, $100 million is going to be spent on this or that for the gay community. Which gay community? The ones in Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg, Vancouver? Edmonton, Calgary, you know, Yellowknife, Whitehorse, where? St. John's, Newfoundland, St. John, New Brunswick, City, Nova Scotia, where? Like, what is it exactly you're doing? 
I'll say again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not condemning anybody who is gay. But why is there emphasis and money being spent on a group of people who have a certain lifestyle? Why is that $100 million not being spent on clean water or developing the so-called green technology that everybody keeps talking about? Oh, there's an idea, eh? Interesting, interesting. Or why isn't it being spent on helping Germany get the natural gas that uh, they asked for, eh? Hmm. Interesting. Right. Why the emphasis on giving this much money to one group of people in this country? I think it's self-explanatory to buy votes, if anything. Okay. I'll say again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not condemning anybody who is or who isn't. Live your life, love your life, love who you want to love by all means. Just don't hit people, take their stuff. And that includes their livelihoods and their opinions too. Okay. Something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, again, carrying on with you're not a victim. I, I don't recall these politicians standing fast with a convoy. I don't recall these politicians staying out in the cold. You know, a few of them did. Bought them coffee, hung out, listened to what they had to say. Okay. I remember during the lockdowns, how many of these politicians were flying all over the country or flying around the continent or flying to Europe or flying to Hawaii or going to Ireland, to name a few. So you're seeing the hypocrisy there. You're seeing the BS as we're there, right? So to the mainstream media moguls out there that keep promoting the so-called division and, and hate speech, look at the hate and division you're promoting with pinpointing fingers and telling people that they're this and that. Our beloved prime minister even said back in January that if people don't want the, you know, the old jibby jab, that they're misogynist and they're sexist and they're probably racist, right? He didn't say it in English Canada. No, he said it in French Canada. But there's a lot of English Canadians that speak French too. So they picked up on the bullshit. Okay. And there's footage out there too. You can see Miss Freeland laughing about freezing the assets, the bank accounts, freezing assets, bank accounts, uh, threatening the truckers, their insurance, the ownership, all that good stuff. All in the name of safety. And yet everybody's up in arms because she got told off here in Alberta. Okay. Well, the thing is, they're not doing their job. That's why they got told off. It's self-explanatory. In regards of how professional or how uncouth it was, the man made a valid point. Okay? You fucked up. You're pissing me off. I've heard that in the military. You fucked up. You're pissing me off. Sort yourself out. Get your shit together. Get there in time now. Do your fucking job. Okay. I did my job. And I lived. I live to say I did 20 years of it. Too bad a lot of these clowns, though, they want to live to do 20 years of professional politics, career politicians, and get nothing done. Kind of like what our friend Joe Biden is doing down south, 47 years in, and he's bankrupting his own people. <laughs> Rocky Road, Camilla, get out of my desk. You know what I mean? But what do I know? I'm just some crusty Canuck. Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this content all around your social media platforms. Help us independent podcasters get our words out there, too. Uh, just an update for all you uh, wonderful fans of the Crusty Nick podcast out there. I'm still updating a lot of things. My work schedule uh, starts again tomorrow. <coughs> so I'll be doing my extra work as per 10 or more hours out of the day. So I won't be online as much. Just update pages on my Facebook and my YouTube page, respectively. 
Well, like I say, if you have any questions or queries, please don't hesitate. Send me an email or two, right? Or comment here on this video. Comment on all my videos if you want. CrossTBCanuck67 at gmail.com. Ask me a question. Anything you want to know. And I'll be honest as possible. Just don't be mean and say hateful things. I'll have a good cry and I'll have to sit there and answer you. Shit. <laughs> but like I say, you know, if you like to hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check out my shop. Uh, help this podcast out by buying some Krusty Connect swagger today, too. And I'm also trying to get some social media influence up and running, too. Um, weighing me as I'm talking to people, trying to get uh, some input how to make this podcast better, how to get more to an audience because of shadow banning and censorship and some phony people from Fiverr, which I mentioned in my last episode too. I had to tell off the other day, uh, too many shysters out there saying they'll get you views, they'll get you this and you spend 30 bucks here, you spend 30 bucks there and they'll do this for you. And half the time it's just bots and other personalities, you know, pretending that they watch your show. You know, my intro is about a minute long. Maybe I should work on my intro, but needless to say, when someone watches my show and they're only watching a minute, I know it's either a fake account or someone being told to watch. So I want you, my wonderful audience out there, to watch your legion. If you like to hear you say, hey, give me a comment. Let me know what's on your mind there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, we can get through this. We can put up with this crap. We can put up with more of the lackluster leadership that we see in Ottawa every effing day. All right. Uh, an update, too. Uh, the screen work I'm doing is completed. Uh, I've read over the final product. It looks really good. I'm happy with it. I just have to formulate a package. And to my co-workers, uh, my co-writers, and co-creators out there, uh, we'll get this on the go ASAP, too. So, we'll, uh, <laughs> who knows? You might see my ugly mug somewhere on the television in the future. Who knows? Mm, interesting. <laughs> Needs to say, though, folks, uh, things are going pretty good for now. So, but I have to thank my wonderful audience out there, such as yourselves, who have made a lot of uh, these podcasts that much, uh, much better because of your dedication and because of your viewership. So give yourselves a good round of clap right now. Right on. Excellent. <laughs> but I'll keep trucking along and I expect you, my wonderful audience, to keep trucking along too. So this has been another episode of the Crusty Neck Podcast for this August 30th, 2022, episode 185. You're not a victim. And anytime you hear any politician, any bigwig complain about the harassing phone calls or name calling or any journalist who's caught with his or her pants down writing a stupid story about somebody, call them on it. It's part of being an adult. It's about owning your shit and dealing with it and being accountable. And we can set a better example than them, ladies and gentlemen. So like I say, take care of your friends, your loved ones, do what you got to do to make your days that much brighter. And remember, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy.